Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Oregon is at the forefront of environmentally friendly legislation and innovation. Oregonians put a premium on sustainable green energy in both their personal lives and through business. Today we are joined by a man who is at the front lines of this important agenda. Joining us next, the founder of Pedal Power Music, Dave Villalobos. Welcome to the Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Self-Esteem Boat Willie. My guest today is the founder of Pedal Power Music, Dave Villalobos. Welcome to the show, Dave. Uh, Thanks for having me. So we've uh, known each other for a while now and done a few things together. I, uh, I brought you on to talk about your company, uh, Pedal Power Music, and, and what that's about, and a few other things that we'll get to later in the show. So yeah. let's start off. What is Pedal Power Music? Well, uh, the short answer is uh, we use alternative energy to produce uh, events. So anything from audio, visual, lighting, um, it could be a backyard party to uh, staging and production at a full-blown festival. So we started years ago by using bicycles. And um, in the beginning, we just used bicycles and you had to power, or you had to pedal constantly um, to keep that interactivity because I was very uh, passionate about keeping that connectivity, that reciprocity. But over the years, I've realized that we needed to have batteries and I wanted to have solar so that way you know you could power a show with the energy from the food you ate during the day along with the power of the sun and really have that uh, presentation of um, kind of like an intervention at a festival or any event most people don't really realize what's happening they're like oh oh there's a show oh what do these bikes do right that's cute right and then once they realize in the band and the performers in between they talk about you know they talk about the bicycles or they talk about uh connecting and then the people realize and then kids realize and they're like oh right I, i can i can feel that resistance and i you know so it's it's more I like to call it, you know, it started like that and more it's like uh, an intervention. So it runs everything. I mean, it did this, the audio and the lights. Uh, We can do, uh, we can do quite a bit with uh, the pedal power. Um, So, and it's not, it's not what we can do with the existing infrastructure and what we can power that human beings and especially us Americans are used to. It's more about how can we power less and be more efficient. Right. So, um, you know, like the very similar to like the tiny home movement and, um, you know, different different other. Uh, honestly, I, I want to call them interventions in our in our society that look at the footprint, look at the carbon footprint, right. look at the 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 cost of infrastructure, but also the long term maintenance, et cetera. So 
Um, pedal power is just, it's just an idea. Um, you know, if, if you re if I think back when I was a kid and my dad used to say, Oh, you better turn that light off in your room. Who's in your room right now? And now, you know, my kids, they've grown up with, you know, um, who's in your, who's in your room right now? And they're like, yeah, dad, we know it's like riding a bike for no reason. And, and you know, when my kids say that to me, right. It, it's like, Oh wow. Like That's they're actually, cool, yeah, they're right. actually getting it. Cause right. Cause really what it's like is most people, when you get on a bike at our show, it's very similar to, it's about a hundred Watts. And I like to compare that to our generation. We really know what a hundred Watts is. Sure. hundred watt light bulb, hundred watt light bulbs. You can't really find them so much in our society. Now there's compact fluorescent led, etc., And you could, you know, power 15, 20 leds with a hundred Watts. Right. But so it, it's more looking at that, looking at that paradigm and that foundation to just think about less. Right. It actually so, teaches them like how much effort goes in a fun into, way. Right. That's cool. In a that, fun way. And, so, and sometimes people don't even get it at all. So, so I guess best. what I'm asking, if you yeah. <laughs> are powering the, we'll just say the lights for the main part, but you're powering both the lights and the, and the audio. So like the speakers will kind of cut out if people don't pedal harder, faster, or I mean, uh, we, in, back in the day, years ago, when we first started it, uh, we, we used capacitors and we had a, um, you know, we worked with a company uh, called Rock the Bike down in California, and they helped us uh, design our system. And um, and it was really fun, and it was really interactive. But at the same time, it could be coercive. It could be like you got to pedal in order right, for this to right. happen. And then also, uh, the higher caliber performers. That's part of the contract is the electricity and the continuity to the flow right. of working that performance. And if you drop that. Because of electricity, you cut into the culture of that flow. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. And it's a deal breaker. Right. So that's when I started thinking and designing and working more with battery backup, lithium ion, solar. Right. And then ultimately, you know, uh, forming the partnership with uh, the energy management program at Lane Community College, and renovating the old solar rover from uh, eWeb, and now we use that as an anchor point. For much larger events and um also it's it's fun to right. to work but directly it still with... gets the point across to people yeah as far as you know they can still almost see kind of what energy they're creating right i mean that's that's exactly. a cool that's a, i didn't think of it that way and that's a a really cool concept that the people can then see a value to the to the energy that they're creating or, or whatever or wasting at that point you know but yeah. that's a cool thing with your kids about how they're like why would I ride a bicycle for nothing? Well, exactly. And, right. and, and, and to get back to that, um, I know when I was a kid, I did. I rode a bike for, for fun. For fun. Right, right. And I, I think a lot of kids are getting away from that and like, you know, the, the fear of kids getting out and doing things. So we like to have it there. It's, it's like I said, it's kind of a, a therapeutic intervention, allowing people to get on a bike right. and discover how it feels again. Maybe it's safe. It's stationary. Um, and they might be seeing their favorite band and sure. connecting in a different way right. that we've never it's pretty, connected. It's usually outdoor shows, right? I mean, a lot of time outdoor shows, but we, you know, we've done things indoors. We've done things, you know, at the Wow Hall, at the Holt Center, um, uh, you name it, all, all over the place. Indoor, the event center, um, but a lot of outdoor, a lot of city events with the city of Eugene, um, doing huge fun, um, Sunday streets, things, things like that. We really, it's. Uh, We've been blessed over the past half a dozen years or so. There's been a lot more events that are focused around sustainability. A lot of uh, companies have uh, enveloped or, you know, 
absorbed within their mission statement, uh, you know, triple bottom line, carbon footprint, things like that, where it's, it's, um, it's fun to be a part of the shows and sure. everything. And now these businesses, they're, you know, they're looking at, uh, and investing in these shows and this interaction through right. Yeah, that's a cool concept. I, yeah. I know that with, uh, there's a company every time I'm in Portland, I'm surprised they're not in Eugene yet, but Moberry, hmm. where they make um, smoothies, oh, fruit yeah. smoothies, yeah, and you, you ride the bicycle to kind of grind it up. And I'm sure that different companies have done that as well. But it, I never thought of it in that way, that it, it shows, because that's a quick little thing, but I mean, to power something like a stage, that takes a lot, you know, so... It, it, it does. It does. And we, we use, you know, all LED technology if we're doing lighting production. Um, we use all Class Delta, really high-end uh, audio, um, wireless mixing. Um, as, as, much, as much as we can minimize our electrical footprint to put the people's energy and not waste it and put it into the production, into the performance, that's when we're ideal. Right. So I want to, off the point, but I want to yeah. talk about how... You know, if, if the listener can hear that grinding in the background, that is the Springfield Utility Board. That's not a bunch of bicycles. <laughs> no, that. Oh, I, that, I thought we were. I, I thought we agreed we we're gonna spin that and say no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're gonna try to get this out in the in the post mix. But I, I did. If you listened uh, to the interview I did with Rick Dancer, that was actually earlier today. I'm gonna release them both the same day. I'm going for a two for oh, today. But. Uh, you know, I just kind of dealing with the elements and, and that's... no, that that's fine. It's it's a it's actually a good um, interesting segue. Um, Springfield Utility Board is a part of the sponsorship of the Rover when we uh, renovated it with the community college. So we know they're out there working, doing right. different things, but they also heavily support sustainability and um, yeah, quite a bit. So that's good. We appreciate that. So plug. <laughs> and you, yeah, I mean it's funny because I was joking about it when I was talking to Rick about how I mean even though we are in Springfield that kind of joking about how you, you know, if they had permission to cut a tree down, then that probably took a long time to get. So no, cause this town is very, <laughs> and I'm joking because, because it's kind of Eugene jokes about it, but it's a good thing. It's a thing that Eugene should be proud of that. They take pride in their, you know, their green energy and preserving the environment and the landscape and stuff. And that's really important to Oregonians. Like I mentioned in the intro that, that, you know, people like yourself take it, take it very serious with green energy and sustainability. They take it serious in their personal lives, but also it's becoming business, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you, you do, you, you bring up a good point and there is a lot of, uh, there's a lot of movement in Eugene and a lot of, of value in that, but also it, it, there is something quite rewarding taking the concept of the sustainability outside our community and being reminded when there's, the majority outside in a lot of these rural towns and different places where they don't agree with us. Right. And then when we come back, it's almost like there's more power or there's more energy. If you, if, if you will, like uh, getting outside right. um, a little bit. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And um, it, it's very interesting of seeing that, that power differential and energy just over the river over here and seeing that differential. Sure. And, um, yeah, I would love to be out here in Springfield more and working. Uh, that, that would be fantastic. Right. We're the Lamelaine. We've done some of that. Well, I think that, yeah. that people that may, you know, it's like so divided politically. So people just think that there's this black and white. But Uh-oh. realistically, I know. <laughs> I know, right? But I think that people would be amazed that that people in Springfield share the same views of just a typical Oregonian. Like if you're going to go camping, then you leave it as you found it. You know what I mean? There's a lot. Of, but But yeah, it's funny how it's become such a one side or the other kind of thing. I mean, I was shocked years and years ago 
that I talk a lot on the podcast about how my dad and I have differing political views. And he told me he recycled my whole childhood was really adamant about it, composted all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then at a certain point he started telling me that green energy is the new red, like as in communism. And I'm like, what? Like he said that green is the new red. Well, I I mean, it's, it, it is difficult. It is difficult to look at alternative energy and to look at sustainability and really trying to find an economic value sure. point and a return of your investment. Um, it is expensive. You know, I joked about it a long time ago. It's more for the wealthy to be able to invest on it. Then you get a tax write off. And it is true. And then your monthly payments will go down. And then at a certain point, you know, with solar, um, at, at a certain point, you end up getting free energy um, after the investment. Um, but the more that I look into it and more with the responsibility and connected to the generation of energy, um, that's why we came up with a bicycle to really right. have that direct Cause it gives connection. people the feel it's not as passive as solar or whatever. We're going to have our issues with anything. Um, you know, it, it's come up like Dave, you're kind of like a slave owner at these events because you're having these people work for the show. And I was like, well, we're facilitating an experience reciprocity and, you know, caloric energy from the food, mechanical going into the electrical energy and then going into the energy of the artistic performance. Right. So it's, and people probably love it, you know, a lot of times. Yeah. Once we get it all and all that, but you know, as far as, as far as politically, um, we, we go anywhere. We've, we've, we've worked uh, country shows. We've worked, uh, all kinds of different events, right. um, different political events. Um, and it seems, you know, it doesn't seem it's, it's very intentional on my part is I love music. I love to focus on the power and the differential of energy just in general. Right. Um, but music tends to connect people that might have very different views in different ways. And we might hear a certain beat or rhythm or lyrics in a song that, that would connect us in different ways, but, uh, you know, philosophically, politically, et cetera, we might be quite different. Sure. And we all like to kind of move our booties. <laughs> right. And we're all using electricity. I'm looking around the room, you know, right here, I see things plugged in and router repeaters. Oh, and a lot, yeah. It, it, and, and it's not that I'm judging, but it, at the same time, it, I can't look into a space without thinking, how could I pedal power this? And more, how could you right. power this and be right. a part of that and um i probably wouldn't have the weight on my on me too that's the you know that's funny i mean uh you know i i could i could afford to jog you know you know but but at a show i could see that people uh, that are not kind of buying into it essentially being a little bit more argumentative about how like you see you said your word slave owner oh well that, that's you know that might be on uh, that's more like in, in, the, in the dredges of the comments of a YouTube video or something <laughs> and, and uh, embodying that culture. I think somebody from the Oregon Country Fair, um, they, they made a comment like that. Uh, and, and I was like, that's the perfect place. And let's engage right. with that and look at that and, and we're more about providing uh, you know, opportunities and connections and being unique. And we use the power anyways. And I would much rather connect with the people than have a stinky generator that's sure. burning gas that, right. that might be, you know, I maybe maybe your dad's right in, in, in a way that alternative energy could be, you know, the new communism or whatever. It definitely is, I believe, causing people to rethink sure. how they drive. Yeah, it it, it was it, just, it blew my mind because that was so against everything he had been about. Well, cars, cars in the last hundred years, they've, uh, they've 
completely changed. It was more how many how many miles can you get to the gallon? And now there's cars that are going hundreds of miles without any fuel whatsoever, right. and much more efficient and going zero to sixty much faster than we ever could have imagined. Right. But that can't happen overnight because the American culture we have an addiction, sure, and I am addicted to it. I have oh, that right. privilege as well. But I, yeah. but to shift that and to for a moment, and whether it's at uh, whether it's at a political rally or a music festival or whatever it is, it, we like to come and bringing that fun right. and connecting and, and pushing the passion and the mission of the people that hire us. But ultimately, what we really do is connect with the artists and allow that intervention to happen with the audience in a unique way. Right. And hopefully, it's people, like they get to share that experience yeah. of, produ- of the production as well, which is cool, you know. Right, and that maybe that comes with you know, as a kid, I always I always wondered what at big shows and concerts, what are those people wearing all black? Like they're walking around like you know, you're not supposed to see them, but you can see them. And I've I always wanted to be like in that or whatever in right. the back end of a show production. And um, I guess now I kind of am, but we've opened it even a different way, you know. Right. A lot of unsung heroes at a at a concert. The sound man is probably the most important part of the band in a lot of ways, you know. And, oh yeah, and know, and for and for a lot of event organizers and and even really savvy producers um, to not understand that cultural dynamic that that actually the engineer is you know the fifth member or oh, the, absolutely. you know. Um, so, anyways, but taking that energy and that power differential, we just like to embody it in a different way and. Yeah, that's a cool concept. Yeah. So I encourage everybody to go to pedalpowermusic.com to get more information on that. And that you know. Yeah, absolutely. Or you, you can you can get a hold of me directly, Dave at pedalpowermusic.com. I'm always open, you know, if there's a backyard party or if it's a full blown music festival or something in between. We're, we're definitely open to it, uh, seeing what comes from it. Right. So, and yeah. the scale, because it gets that information out. And it's, I, I mean, I think obviously Eugene is a place that probably eats it up, probably loves it, you know, cause, but, but I think anybody, like you said, at a country show or somewhere, maybe a different kind of background or different group of people that that's cool. I mean, I think that it, Oh yeah. And what's, what's happening now is people are getting interested that might not be of that culture sure, and, you know, sure. all shaking their head. Yes. You know, in Eugene or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, it, we can even leave the bikes and leave the stuff at home. You know, we are a full-on professional lighting audio uh, production company. Right. So we have even, you know, got hired, uh, and it's baby steps. Even if we're getting hired and we're recognized for the quality that we're producing or we're a part of, um, it's even baby steps. Because if we get in the door, maybe next time we can bring a bike or. I, I mean, I like the idea of the bike because I think it really gets it across. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, because the people at, at doing the experience almost see that's why I like even though it's not the the show will go on even if they stop pedaling kind of thing. But it, it'd be neat to have like maybe a light hooked up where it shows, <laughs> you know, so I mean, I'm trying to visualize it because I haven't actually seen it in works to where they're seeing that kind of fade if they stop. But, I, well, but I, you got you got to come out. I, mean, I will. I mean, even even uh, tomorrow we're doing an event with the city of Eugene, uh, the coffin races. OK, so uh, I think it's over there by REI, Sheldon McMurphy. Right. They're going to do a big build out, close the streets, and people are going to be ripping down the hill. And they're oh wow! I mean, there's been some amazing cars that are built, and 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 see, that's like I'm not even so focused anymore on the production because sure. it, it's. It, but that's also my privilege, and it gets, and, and yeah. I'm thankful. Right. But we are going to have the rover there. We are going to have bikes there producing. I think there's a ska band, and um, they'll still exist. 
No, ska just, bands? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, no, oh maybe kidding. you might be into it. Anyways, no. but uh, but we'll have some bikes up there, and That's you can cool. check that out. It sounds like what you're trying to say is like that. That sometimes you just pinch yourself because this passion that you had started allows you to then bump elbows with some of the people in community you might not normally and that's what i feel about this podcast you know it allows me to meet people like you and get a better relationship i mean we've known each other but these things having you guys come in and and do the interviews is amazing because it broadens my grasp on our local community that's kind of the goal you know yeah absolutely and um and i know uh anyways i yeah, it opens up in different things. And even as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, like, I, I know you're wondering, like, how did you get involved in this and opportunities? And and honestly, you know, um, it actually came from uh, a project at the University of Oregon years ago with the outdoor program. And um, it just got to a certain bit where it was, yeah, we were powering, you know, shows or things that, and it got to be too risky or whatever. And the U of O was like, Oh, maybe we, we want you to do this on your own if you want to do it. Right. And I was definitely passionate about it. And, um, and, uh, and it really changed. It really changed probably about 2010. Um, we got invited out to the country fair and, uh, I always thought even as a little kid or whatever, it was like, Oh, when the country fair calls and they recognize me for something that I'm passionate about to do, then, that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, and for um, sure. and that was the year that we were we were able to work with Macklemore before he was a Grammy Award winning sure. rapper. And um, I mean, when I met him and we got to do you know the show with him, I could I could tell this guy is dedicated and he is embracing and professional and, and professional. Yeah. And um, I I felt honored even in that that moment. Uh, so. But that's one of the things and like him believing in himself and connecting with the grassroots of a community of hip hop and right. engaging, you know, gender questions. Uh, I, you know, it's funny with Macklemore yeah. because I've heard criticism like you were talking about. Oh, we down. could we could have but, a whole nother no, no, but, show just but, about Macklemore. But, this, this but this is funny because he does tend to address social issues and things that need to be kind of brought to the forefront of the conversation. But it's so funny. I saw this post where someone, he came out with a song about pills or something, you know, about opioid addiction. Mm -hmm. And someone was like, it seems like every time he does a song, it's like about some social issue. And it's like, I thought that's what music was like. Well, it it can, it can be, it can be whatever, you know, it's like there, there was a part of me um, when I was watching the Grammys this, this year and it came up to the end and I was like, oh, what kind of a choice are they going to make? Right. You got two, you know, two biracial African-American performers. You got Kendrick Lamar and you got Bruno Mars. Right. Who's America going to pick? Right. Of course they're going to pick Bruno Mars. Yeah. We're not ready to accept the art and the power and the message what Kendrick Lamar is speaking. Well, I mean, I, I, so you want to talk about social issues sure. and things? Yeah. Kendrick did, though, I think. Didn't he get, was it a Nobel P, oh, Peabody, right? Well, For, uh, oh, so, I, but no, I hear you. I'm just saying in that paradigm, but it, you're right. looking at the performance of it. And and is Kendrick an artist and a performer to, I mean, he's one of my favorites. And right. um and is Bruno, of course. I mean, Bruno, you can throw him in a barbershop and literally he'll find something and he'll get the whole, like right. he's a born performer. It doesn't and, matter. And like, it doesn't matter the audience, essentially. I think but, that might be, yeah. And I, I think you. Kendrick, Kendrick the same, but I'm, I'm, I guess I don't want to get lost in that. No, no, we're be, good. That's, a, that's <laughs> the beauty of a podcast is it goes to some weird depths, you know? But yeah. uh, so you were saying that you, you know, working with Macklemore and then I got it off point. But. Oh, no, it's just, it, it's, uh, um, I, I'm very fortunate and blessed in some of the opportunities, and I've noticed 
here in the last few years, the more that uh, I just focus on the sustainability of it. And, um, you know, years ago, it was more like, you know, hitting Ninkazi up and saying, can we do a show sure. or can we do a show at Hoodoo? And I would donate or whatever. And, you know, now it's, it's like Ninkazi calls us up or different other companies and they want that interactivity, whether it's at the Eugene Marathon or right. it's, you know, this year we'll be doing New Year's at Hoodoo, um, which I, I can't even say the band yet, but it's going to be really fun. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess more more of this this journey and this path down pedal power, um, a, a lot of it is more about me trying not to take myself seriously and seeing that energy and that power differential just all over. Right. Because that's really, I believe, what we are and connecting with that art. And um, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like, really cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, we also, we, we had talked off air that we wanted to kind of address a big thing coming up the trial that you're now involved with so our children's our children's trust is the organization yeah and um can you tell me a little bit about oh man what yeah where do i begin i well um i i guess i guess to be fair about uh about this relationship and where we're at today and about uh this this coming monday october 29th event at the uh federal courthouse here in eugene um I would have to be taken back to the night of the election, uh, 2008, um, or uh, sorry, November 8th, 2016. Um, right. uh, the 8 really sticks in because that's actually my daughter's birthday, November 8th. So it's a very special day. Uh, but that day in particular, I think we all thought things were going to be different. And I don't want to take us back to that emotional, you know, sure. or whatever. But um, for me, waking up the next morning and realizing, what it was and I don't want to be this oh you know cry for me and all but it it really it really sent a message it really sent a message to me about the fragility of our country and the society that uh, it 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 may not matter so much and we're going to go ebb and flow from when I was a kid to Reagan to George W. Bush to Clinton to you know all all the different um, to you know, all the different presidents and it kind of rebounds and goes back and forth. But I, I really felt, I really felt on that day that, um, you know, I, I kind of lost it and I, and I, and I got a message I felt like from the community, maybe not the community here in Eugene or Springfield or Oregon. Sure. Um, cause I think we're pretty blue and pretty progressive, but there are pockets. Oh yeah. And, um, so anyhow, um, I guess moving forward, I, I did, I did lose it a little bit. I, I, I lost it. And um, like a good friend reminded me, it's it's good to to bend, but to be careful of that break. Right. And um, so I decided uh, to reach out to some really close friends, and I didn't really know what to do um, about moving forward. I, I work in events. I work with people, performers, and all of that. And um, so anyways, I'm trying to wrap this up and make the correlation. So what happened is we took that frustration and we created an event called Love Over Fear, like working with Kaylin Kelly on, on his, uh, you know, with the, uh, the root chakra and with the heart and the corazón, like the deep right. meaning of, of, of uh, working with musical uh, events and, and the heart. Um, so we came up with this idea of Love Over Fear on the inauguration date. And um, because it was a uh, pretty obvious that a campaign that was driven by fear, 
is well, not the direction that you, know, you, you guys you, wanted to see. Right. You said it. And I, and I, and I try, and I try as a human, as a person, trying to embrace that, right. trying to embrace that energy. Again, that's that differential of energy. And I just realized that it's, it's all, <laughs> it was all, you know, manufactured. And, um, you know, when, when, uh, when he won and when the inauguration was going to really happen, I, you know, being, being biracial, being a Mexican-American kid growing up, uh, California and Oregon, um, when he won, I heard my grandma's voice back in like 81 when Reagan was shot. And she said, ay Dios mío, please don't let it be a Mexican. And I was like, what does that mean? Right. And, and we know, like, I'm, I'm half, so I hear jokes on one side or the other. And, you know, I have the privilege on one side and sure. then the liability on the other side. And then you flip it over and it's just the same. Right. So, um, you know, I, I don't dip. And she was meaning, like, that she didn't want that to be the target now. Well, and what I, what I realized with the election is that, you know, if, if we're characterizing any of our fellow citizens as anything less than right. murders, rapists, whatever. Um, I know that's not who I am and I know that's not really who he was talking about, but my last name Villalobos and putting that love over fear and focusing on the arts and the connections. Um, that's where it, it came full circle. And, uh, we met a performer, um, Chuchesca, which he's actually one of the plaintiffs in our children's trust and the uh, case that's coming up. And honestly, I'm not a professional attorney. I can't keep track. Sure. It's like every few minutes, day in, day out, there's changes from the federal government, from the Supreme Court, um, what's happening with the, uh, with the, with the, uh, up in the Supreme Court in the court. The newly appointed. Yeah. And yeah. I don't were, even want to get they, into that and, and how he might delay. vote with this. Yeah. But of course, you know, they, 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 we want the case to be here in Eugene. We want it to be here. And we so want that's it. what they're pushing is to move it. Well, they, they want to, they want to not have the case start here and they want it to go directly to the Supreme court and they can have a vote on it. That's what, that's what my take on it is. So the case for anybody that's unfamiliar, like myself, honestly, the case yeah. is, is it Jessica versus the federal government? So, okay. It's our children's trust is about climate change and it's yeah. suing the federal government over so, climate change. So what happened is there was kids actually there, uh, some of them are adults now, but right. they, it's been going on for quite some time. Some of them are from Oregon, but they're all over the from the United States. Our Children's Trust is an organization that supports them, um, but really the case is the kids bringing it to the people, and um, so they're forcing they're forcing the federal government to make a decision on climate change and uh, standing up for it to make some radical changes. So 350.org is going to be a part of it. Right. I just heard that a, a reporter has moved into a, a, a house here in town from the New York Times. Oh, wow. Um, so we will start the event. Uh, I heard uh, climate justice from the university will be met up with students from South Eugene High School, North Eugene, High schools all over, uh, all over the uh, region will be meeting up and then marching to the federal courthouse on uh, on Monday morning at about eight thirty nine o'clock. Right. Um, yeah. Well, so that's good. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, and it's it's so difficult to even get into the logistics of the, like you said, the the legal part of it. So I really I really recommend that people to hear more about this trial that is happening in Eugene, Oregon, for, well, for the time being. Yeah. We I. At this moment, we still don't. I mean, it could be updated any second. I sure. know. I know the event's going to happen Monday morning, and there's going to be um, 
there's going to be a march. There's going to be uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the kids from our Children's Trust are going to be present. People are flying out from all over. Um, I believe Chu Cheskot is actually going to be live performing. Oh wow! Which I'm 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 excited to yeah. work with him and meet him. Uh, he was actually booked to perform January twentieth, two thousand sixteen, but we actually had to video him in, like you know, like a. Um, and uh, anyway, so we're we're excited. We're excited to be a part of it. Right. Um, so there's going to be press conferences at the federal courthouse. There's going to be a press conference um, Monday morning, and there's also going to be a stage built directly across the street, which we thank the University of Oregon for uh, donating and allowing the space there. But we'll have a full stage there, um, and there's going to be some performers there. I know the right. I know the Raging Grannies are going to be there, and nice. I, I've heard uh, Hescott will be performing, but. Um, other than that, some some speakers, um, yeah, and a, and yeah, a pedal so powered pedal powered press conference right there on the steps of the federal nice, courthouse. Nice. <laughs> well, that's good because I mean this is such a huge issue that's obviously now in and now that after you saw the inauguration day, kind of the direction that you thought it would go, now everything is happening the way you probably envisioned it. Essentially, I mean, it's you, you know, um, so. <laughs> To be to be totally honest, the day after the day after the election, I I was still working at the University of Oregon, and I went silent. I went silent because I I felt that it was a it was it was a large message. It was a loud and clear message, and if 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 the if the American people were going to decide to allow an individual like that to represent us. Um, then we have a lot of work to do. I, oh, yeah. I feel, and I and I don't mean that just like we and this and us versus Everyone. them. Um, I, I think a, a lot of us we, we have a lot of work to do to even allow that. And and I really believe that we've progressed to a point in time, in our society, in our country that that maybe maybe he doesn't represent us in different ways. And not that not that it's good or bad, but sometimes you need to air your dirty laundry and you need to expose that to to be able to work through something and um right because we've made the the argument has come up in past interviews rick and i talked about it to where there was comparisons like half of the country i don't know i don't know if it's 50 50 but there's a lot of people that feel like obama there's people that feel the same way that people do about trump about obama that there's because you get both extremes now i think there's also a lot of people that feel it doesn't matter what the the person is that's the president because the people that keep rising to the top of leadership in america are people that don't represent the people yeah yeah and And so it doesn't matter the party affiliate or the right and and i can difficult i can get lost in those percentages and you know 50 percent this or 35 percent of the country is apathetic but what I want to look at for just a moment is you look at all 45 presidents. Right. There's something in common to 44 of them. Sure. And there's something that's not in common to one. Right. And me being biracial, me being half, not dipping on one side to the other, it's easy for us to get scapegoated in either way. But also we have a privilege of dancing on either side because we're not one side or the other. We are who we are. Right. And the problem with that. I believe is that a lot of Americans don't want to accept that because they might be afraid of who they are and where they came from and what the family's story was and what the lineage and how they took advantage of other people. Sure. And that's even in my own case. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like me being a Villalobos, like there's right. uh, there's history there, lots of history in Mexico and those that know me really well, they see that warrior in, in my personality sometimes. But, uh, 
there again, it comes back to the power differential. And um, I, feel, I feel blessed to be uh, able to work with an organization like our Children's Trust coming up on Monday um, to do a major event, you know, a pilot event in Eugene tomorrow, Coffin Races. And um, yeah, I'm just hopeful and open to what doors open in the future. Right. I am optimistic about the future of... Mi- President, oh, you're gonna take us back and get political. Oh, no, no, I was but trying. I, but I'm saying, but I'm saying what <laughs> it's you, cool. It's what, cool. <laughs> what, you, what you were saying about um, the representation of of elected officials, essentially, like I am optimistic that there is a lot more of a diverse representation on the horizon. You know, there's yeah, people but, popping up that are like, you know, Gillum in Florida is. I don't know if people have checked him out, but he's pretty incredible. And then people that might look the same as. You know, the past candidates like a, a white person, you know, like a Beto O'Rourke who's who's fighting for people from El Paso of all backgrounds, you know, that who's talking constantly about about, you know, the Mexican-American experience. And it's just it's really unfortunate that there's such a place for the main, you know, the president to be so divided. I don't know. We, we could be here for hours on that. But oh, well, it's uh we are divided, but if you if you really look at it, I mean, I don't know. I, I look at it as like, oh, you know, we're we're one race, right? And all this division is really it's an aftermath of all the opportunities that we have here in this country, right? That we were created by a bunch of immigrants fleeing oppression or exactly. whatever from different places, and. You know, whether or not I want to even believe this group of individuals coming from Guatemala or whatever, um, even though some of us here are taking it for granted and we might be upset because of this, that, and the other, we still have so many privileges. And there's still thousands of people that are coming into our country that want to be here. And not that I'm saying that they shouldn't be here. What I'm saying is that we still are that beacon. We are that. But at the same time, you know, to look at uh, to look at that energy and look at that differential of why they're coming here to what we have and, and exactly. to look at that difference and hopefully have some empathy and it sheds a light into ourselves as to why we're here and what our family's histories right. were to get here. And they're coming here to be processed. They're not coming here to just bust through the, you know, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it it's just, so crazy. It seems it seems like the United States lately is 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 really like a, a very annoying ex-smoker. <laughs> That's a good analogy. You know what I mean? Sure. Like the, the ex-smokers, they're the ones that are, they're, oh my God, get that away from me or whatever. And, but you were a part of that culture so sure. much and we're not judging you for going through that continuum and that cultural change. Right. But now you're so adverse to it where, you know. Anyways. I mean, I was raised by, you know, my mom who is first generation American because her, oh, actually no. So my, my mom's grandpa came here from Ireland uh-huh. and the Irish people were treated just in a horrible fashion. You know, sure. there was the signs that, that blacks and Irish need not apply and all that. And it's, it's really important for us to know our history, but I mean, it's, it's also, it's crazy that what we watch on the daily basis that they try to, the media is trying to divide and demonize a certain group yeah. of people that is literally the same as, as every group that's came to this country minus the natives essentially and there's a back history there as well you know that that goes a long way and across all of north america yeah so 
Well, Dave. Yeah, we, yeah, we could go we in could, so many yeah. directions. And, there. and I hope to have you back to to talk about the progress of this trial. Uh, you know, we didn't get into it in too much detail, but I really encourage people oh, yeah. listening to go to ourchildrenstrust.org. Sure. I, I'll post the link in the comments, and there's a link to Pedal Power Music, which is an awesome, very Eugene business. I think it's really <laughs> cool, and it represents the Northwest really well. So I'm going to close the show with the bands that you've done a lot of work with. Oh, uh, I, I reached out this morning and they gave me the, the pr- approval to use. I felt like it was fitting oh. local band Medium Troy. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. So we're going to end the show <laughs> with uh, Space Tree by one of Eugene's finest. Uh, what is it? Bohemian dub band. So what? Medium Troy. So. All right, Dave. Thanks a lot for coming out. All right. Thanks for having me. What a treat to end the show with Medium Troy. <laughs> Tree on your spaceship. We'll never 